Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. Welcome to this Sunday edition of Heritage Bible Radio, where this week we finished chapter 4 of the book of Mark at the same time we finished a very busy day for Jesus and his disciples. At the end of this day, Jesus got into the boat with his disciples to cross the Sea of Galilee, where the day would conclude with a miracle the disciples had not yet seen. Miraculous healings hadn't made them afraid. Even demons speaking and being cast out didn't make them afraid. But when Jesus spoke to the storm that threatened their lives, and the storm immediately changed to an extreme calm, Mark says they were afraid. Now, why would the calm after the storm cause them more fear than the threat of death at the hands of the storm? How should our response mirror the response of the disciples? Pastor Jim will conclude with some answers to this in his last piece of the message entitled, Who Then Is This? The way to have strong faith is to have sound theology. The way to have sound theology is by knowing God's Word. The way to know God's Word is by regularly marinating your mind in it. And by doing that, then you can abide in the perfect love of God. You can understand what it means to stand in His grace. You can understand what it means to be, to be held in His grip so that no one can get out of His hand. And you always have the resources to overcome fear and anxiety. You will face fear. You will be anxious. I promise it. If you're not fearful and if you're not anxious at some point in this world, you're in a coma. All right? And maybe even then, I don't know. I've never been in a coma. But you don't have to stay there. 1 John chapter 4, verse 18. There is no fear in love. All right, let's do some exegesis. No fear means no fear. It's not just a brand of t-shirt. No fear in love. If you stand in the love of God, you have no reason to fear. But perfect love casts out fear. Now that implies that fear will be there, but this is what will root it out. Perfect love casts out fear because fear involves punishment and the one who fears is not perfected in love. When you understand You are loved by the God of this universe who has you in His hand. You're not going to be lingering in fear. You can process it. So look at our text, the calm before the storm, this idyllic little boat ride, the calm calm during the storm, the, the Savior asleep in the back of the boat, the calm after the storm, perfect, placid water. And they get to the other side. And now there's one more part to this incident. The storm after the calm. There's some really interesting wording here. Verse 41 of Mark 4. They became very much afraid. Now, now I would say that 10 minutes before this, they were scared spitless. 
They were screaming, Lord, don't you care that we're perishing? And then everything's perfectly calm. And what does it say? They went from terrified to very much afraid. And they said to one another, Who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Now, wouldn't you think that this would have worked out so smoothly that they all said, Oh, Jesus, we get it. We repent for that panic. We're sorry we yelled at you. Didn't mean to poke you that hard, Lord. We'll never doubt you again. Now that we know that you're fully God and fully man, we're honored and humbled to be your slaves, and we will follow you to the cross. They didn't. They thought they were going to die in the storm. They were afraid of the waves and the wind, but when they saw the power of God demonstrated in front of them in an instant, shutting down thousands of joules of energy, churning up that sea, they became very much afraid. That's what happens when you're in the presence of God. They asked the right question. It was in the form of an exclamation. And even if they didn't yet fully understand the answer and they didn't know all the implications, they said, who then is this? Well, this is included in the Gospel of Mark to fulfill Mark's purpose. Remember verse 1 of chapter 1, the beginning of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. This is a faith lesson for them that day and for us today. What is more terrifying than having a violent storm swamping your boat and threatening to capsize it? The only thing I can think of more terrifying than that is having the Creator in your boat. And Jesus is Lord. Follow Him. Oh, and by the way, um, Jesus, when you belong to Him, sends you out into a world full of scary stuff. The whole world operates by a system hostile to Him and hostile to everyone who belongs to Him and everyone who dares to speak His truth. In Matthew 10, He tells the disciples, Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. I don't think being surrounded by wolves is a very comforting kind of an idea. And He says, You will be hated by all on account of My name. But it is the one who has endured to the end who will be saved. How are you going to handle being a representative of Jesus Christ in an anti-Christ world? You're going to endure to the end, living by faith that will overcome all your fears. You never need to stay afraid or remain anxious in the midst of any situation. Are you afraid of circumstances you're in? Or... um, Worse than that is when you're afraid of the circumstances that you think you might get into and you're anticipating them. That's how you jump from fear into prolonged anxiety. Are are you afraid that those things are so terrible that God can't take care of you? It's a theological issue. And the answer is right in front of you. Jesus is Lord of creation. That's all you need to know. You know that except by His grace and by His will, you won't draw your next breath. And the entire world around you will disintegrate if He takes a nanosecond off. 
from holding it all together. It's going to be okay. Will you cling to this man who is the one who is obeyed even by the wind and the sea? You say, well, yeah, but, you know, some of that stuff out there, it could get so bad they, they might kill me. Yeah, they might. We're in a country that's delightfully insulated from the kind of persecution that makes our lives be threatened day in and day out by by persecution, but it, it could get that bad. Like we read in the Gospels, Jesus told Peter how he was going to die. He was referring to Peter. Peter was going to be taken away to crucifixion. Uh, and um, tradition says that Peter wouldn't be crucified in the manner his Lord was, so he has to be crucified upside down. That's a horrible way to go. But then guess what? You're with the Lord. And there's no more pain, no more suffering. And you say, "Uh, yeah, but what if they only half kill me? Who's your God? Now, I'm no paragon of example, but, you know, it was a, a year ago this week that I fell and had that horrible injury to my leg and uh, thought it was pretty bad. And the doctor said, yeah, it is. It's actually worse than what you thought. Um, and they told me, uh, you know, it'll be a year. Now that it's almost a year, they're saying, well, it'll probably be two years until you don't think about it anymore. But I was sitting there in the doctor's office, hurting like crazy. And they said, um, you know, put this thing on your leg, and oh, by the way, you're going to be locked straight in this thing 24-7 for, you know, for about three months. You won't walk for about four months. And you know what I did? I, I, it was very clear. Started thinking about who God is, and what came to my mind was the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace. We usually kind of stop or slow down around there. I got to number four, patience. But Lord, I'm going to need patience like I've never needed patience. Oh, and by the way, how about a double dose for my wife along the way? And you know what? This has been a patient year. A really hard one. And a lot of things I couldn't do. And how nice to find out that yeah, the process of getting up out of your chair and going to bed, that takes 30 minutes and help from somebody else. But God gives you everything you need. So do you believe that or don't you? Do you know Him? Do you know He not only calmed that raging storm, He went voluntarily to the cross where He at unbelievably excruciating torturous expense gave His life in your place to redeem you. Who then is this? Nothing less than the Lord. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, how we thank You for uh, sending Your Son. Thank You for the, the record of this incident in His life. Please make us the kind of people others can look at and, and realize that You are sufficient in every situation. Father, we confess how easily we become afraid, how easily we become anxious. Teach us to turn to You. 
as we should in every, of those, every one of those situations, so that you will be the one who gets the glory through us. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.